0: Environment Matters, sponsored by WUKA Period Pants, the reusable menstrual underwear that completely replaces disposables. Find out more at wuka.co.uk and join the revolution.
1: Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around St Albans and from further afield. Now, last week was National Clean Air Day, and in this show, we're looking at air pollution. Later on, we'll hear from the children at Camp School about what they have learned about the problem and what they're doing to improve the situation near their school. But first, I spoke to Professor Ranjit Soki from the University of Hertfordshire's Centre for Atmospheric and Climate Physics Research. Professor Socky, thank you very much indeed for joining me. So could you just explain to us what the main sources of air pollution are in somewhere like St Albans? Uh,
0: in a, an area such as St Albans, the main sources are likely to be traffic, uh, road traffic. Um, but there are there is um, some evidence that people are using, for example, wood stoves. That's increasing or just having fires. So that could also be a contributing factor, which I think is also increasing. Um, uh, other pollution sources, such as, for example, um, industry, uh, because we don't have major industry uh, within um, within an area such as Saint Albans, um, that kind of air pollution comes into the area. But there are smaller industries, and there may be some smaller combustion plants, for example, that might also contribute. But the most obvious one is traffic. There is another source that that uh, we should highlight, which is London. Oh, really. So we're right next to London, so uh, air pollution from London. So if, you are, if we are getting, uh, uh, depending on the meteorological conditions, but if you're getting wind coming, uh, southerly winds, then that will affect St Albans as well.
1: Okay, so when it comes to where we hear, I mean, we tend to hear a bit more about air pollution in St Albans than we do around, sorry, in London than we do around St Albans. So actually, that should be of concern to us as well because it will, it can ultimately impact us.
0: Yes. Yeah, so if, if uh, I mean, some of the studies that we've done in the past where we've measured air pollution at a road, near a road location, uh, for example, we did a measurement near Marylebone Road, which is a very large road, uh, very busy, heavily trafficked yeah. road in London. Uh, so we find that half the pollution of a very, very busy major road would be coming from the local traffic, but something like maybe more than half could be coming from outside the area. So it's not unreasonable to expect That St. Albans will be affected by surrounding areas, and London is the biggest urban conurbation. Okay. So there could be even air pollution coming from a further afield as well, because air pollution at a particular point is made up of pollution coming from all the sources.
1: Right. Okay. So, um, Air pollution, it, um, it impacts our health in various ways. You know, We, we hear about, oh, I don't know, it exacerbates asthma, for example. Could, could you just tell us about some of the other ways in which air pollution affects our bodies, affects our health?
0: Yeah, so much of the research on air pollution uh, can be thought of uh, looking at short-term effects from air pollution. And that's the sort of uh, uh, the health effect that you've just mentioned. It exacerbates conditions that maybe are pre pre-existing, uh, particularly respiratory problems, but there are longer-term effects that happens over 20, 30, 40 years, over a lifetime of a person, and what, uh, in those terms what we're looking at are effects of lung cancer or heart disease um, for a particular kind of air pollutant, which is a very fine particles that we would be breathing um, uh, example for exhausts of, of vehicles then they are linked to cancer they're linked to heart disease so those kinds of uh, those kinds of health impacts will occur over a much longer period of time and it can also reduce the the lifespan of a person so in terms of mortality you could be losing several months of your life um over you know over a longer period so those are um, are, are extremely important because they affect everyone.
1: Everyone. So this isn't just people who um, live next to a very busy main roads. This is all of us.
0: Well, air pollution will affect anyone who breathes air pollution. So that's that we know that uh, the extent to which air pollution affects us, which will determine on your age, for example, if you're a child or if you're an older person, if you're fit if you've already got preconditions, uh, pre-health uh, uh, conditions, um, if you are elderly, for example. So depending on various factors, air pollution will affect us to some degree or not. The susceptible groups are obviously the people of most concerns. If you've got preconditions already, medical conditions, if you are uh, not well, if you're elderly, if you're a, a child, then your body is is not strong enough to fight off the effects of air pollution, but it will have an effect on all of us.
1: Right. I mean, we're all young and hopefully elderly at some point. So that does cover all of us, doesn't it? Even yes, if we... and it will
0: affect us in different ways. Yes. These, are the, these are some of the research questions that still are being investigated. But what we do know is that everyone is affected in one way or another.
1: OK, so it, it sounds like air pollution is something that we're affected by all the time. You know, we safe from air pollution if we're inside or how about if we're in our cars? I mean, sort of sealed up like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so one of the issues with the car is that it's a quite a constrained environment. It's restricted. So the uh, you know whatever gets into the car is not very easy for it to ventilate out unless you start opening the the windows. And and obviously you you know people use the fans in the car. So if you're if you're parked or you're waiting in a traffic jam and there's a, there's a lorry or another vehicle that perhaps it's a diesel vehicle, or it hasn't been maintained properly, then the ventilation system will suck in the air, and if the air is, uh, air, is polluted, then obviously that air pollution goes into, into, the, into the car, and then it just gets recirculated, so it's not escaping. So, um, so, it, so sometimes uh, the air pollution within a car can be much higher than outside a car, especially under the condition, conditions that I, I've, I've, I've mentioned.
1: Okay, so what kind of steps can we all take to reduce levels of air pollution? I mean, presumably, not going in a car must, must be a number one thing to do.
0: Yeah, if, if I can go back to being in a car, I mean, oh, well. some of the obvious things that I do, for example, is that I will try and keep a distance from my car in front of in front of me, especially if there's a traffic jam or, you know, traffic lights uh, and I might even I might even uh, turn off external air for a few seconds while i 'm waiting, so those are sort of obvious things for you to reduce your own exposure because it 's the exposure that 's linked to your health health impacts in terms of what well, what can we do? Well, reduce the amount of driving we do, maybe change the car i mean a couple of years ago, I changed to a hybrid car because I felt that I needed to I needed to do that so go for a cleaner car uh, how you drive, for example, if you are heavy-footed on the accelerator, then the more uh, fuel you use, the more air pollution will come out. We can all do our own bit. Uh, maybe not not burn waste in the back garden, uh, you know, we, we see this all the time in areas where we live, that somebody is burning something, and there are tips, so use the tips. Um, if you can walk, if you can cycle, then on short journeys, for example, uh, that's a, a very good way. I think um, locally and nationally, uh, uh, we should try and encourage public transport as much as we can. For example, electric buses are being introduced uh, as well, so we should try and do that. Um, Public transport isn't what we would like it to be everywhere, though. But wherever there is, try and use public transport where we can.
1: Okay. And do you think that we're taking air pollution seriously enough?
0: What as a, as a as a society or or as a government?
1: Uh, well, uh, the, the the government, yes, but also uh, individuals in the actions that we take.
0: Uh, well, air pollution is fe- is featured on the news quite often. We know that, and we just have to watch the news or read the newspapers. Whether it it actually is impacting individuals and people are changing their lives, I think there are signs of that. People are doing that. For example, when. Uh, the government introduced some discounts on cars to move away from diesel. So, you know, when I bought my hybrid, um, you know, the car company was telling me then that more people are buying cleaner, cleaner vehicles. So we are changing it. I think what we could do as a, as a as a uh, as a maybe a nation is to encourage ca- encourage that more. And I think public transport is a good way. When I travel, when I tra- when I have to travel for my work meetings, for example, if I if I go to Geneva, for example, I I, I get a free ticket. I don't have to pay for my uh, for uh, to get onto the bus. Right. You know, for example, here it could be much more expensive. So there are a number of ways. I mean, individually, as I said, try not to burn things. Try not to use your cars as much as uh, as, my, as much as we do. And I think it's important to talk to our children as well. You know, have it raised at at schools, uh, introduce the education, so it's a more common topic in our general, in our general uh, conversation. I think that's an important aspect for people to take it seriously. The way we, you know, the way we reduce use of, of uh, plastic bags yes. or don't drink and drive, we should be looking at how can we ourselves, what role do we have in reducing air pollution?
1: That sounds like a very great tip. Professor Ranjit Sokhi, thank you very much indeed. And I think Professor Socky would be delighted to hear what the pupils of Camp School in St Albans have been up to. Let's hear from them now. I'm Abigail. I'm Dylan. You're part of the Camp School Eco Committee? Yeah. yeah. Um. So tell me what you've learnt about air pollution. Abigail, do you want to start?
2: Um, with air pollution, we've learnt that lots of things can cause it but mainly traffic, and it can hurt your lungs. It can also... It also risks um, the chance of getting dementia.
1: And Dylan, how does that make you feel to hear about all those, uh, those really nasty effects on your health?
2: It makes me want to... Um... Reduce the amount of air pollution we produce, all of us.
1: Right, so you feel really motivated yeah. to do something. Okay, so, um, Abigail, um, what what did you do then for Clean Air Day? Um, tell us a bit about this assembly that you did.
2: Well, in the assembly, we went through and we explained what air pollution is, like, what it's caused by, and then we basically we told it to, like, almost the whole school, I think, not nursery and reception, but, like, the whole school, and it was very... We had to tell them because if we don't stop now, it's never going to stop.
1: Dylan, do you think people understand about air pollution?
2: I think we need to raise as much awareness as we can. Otherwise, if we only know about it, then we need everyone to know about it.
1: OK, and that's why you did the assembly. Yes. So are there plans for the future to continue what you're doing with air pollution and to, yeah. um, to continue working in the future?
2: yeah and we're all like all of the eco committee we're all in year five or year four so we're all going to be here next year so we can continue it to next year as long as with some other things i'm hannah
1: i'm gretel okay so hannah have you learned about air pollution in class what did you learn
2: we watched a video about this school and there was this boy and he he had asthma and it
3: and it was really hard for him to breathe.
1: Okay, and that was caused by air pollution, was it?
3: Yeah. Do you think that we understand enough about air pollution? Well, I think that lots of people know about it, but they don't take action, because they just say, like, yeah, let's stop pollution, but they just sit in their car and idle for, like, 20 minutes. So
1: you, you've been doing some work trying to encourage people to walk to school rather than, um, rather than get the car. What, how do you encourage people to walk to school?
2: We had a walk to school... School week, so there was like this chart, and if you walked to school, you got a sticker on it, and then at the end of the week, if you you had to try and get
1: to the end of the chart. And and Grace, do you think did more people walk to school when you had your walk to school week?
3: Um yeah, because that encouraged them to like put up a sticker on. uh, Because we had like a poster, and then we had like little foot stickers, and we had to go all around for sure I think it was I think it just encouraged them to keep on walking because they wanted to finish it first
1: right um and um do you think that air pollution is important enough to many people do you think they think about it enough Greta
3: well they do think about it but like I said before they don't take action because they're like we need to stop this but they they just like, Go out, like, drive a car to school and then say, Yeah, I'm gonna walk like 10 foot mm, 10 right. steps. To <laughs> so school, you think that they enough. think
1: it's somebody else's problem, whereas yeah. actually, um, Hannah, this is something we all need to do, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's everybody's like. Like, you don't want to not be able to breathe properly, so...
1: So we've all got to do something about yeah. it. What's your name?
2: Lexi. And you are? I'm Maddie.
1: Now, you have been working on Clean Air Day. Maddie, would you like to tell us about the treasure hunt that you held?
2: Um, yeah, we've, we did a little treasure hunt yesterday on Clean Air Day, um, where we had these little, like, cards, and they had um, pictures of vehicles on the front. Um, the Key Stage 1 pupils had to try and find, like, um, the letters on the cards that um, spelt a word,
1: right. which was pollution. What was the aim of the treasure hunt?
2: Um, the aim of the treasure hunt was trying to get people to remember the tips. So it was the aim was to try and get people to um, kind of remember
1: yeah. what
2: we need to do to help our air be clean outside school.
1: So let's talk about, um, you have a, a problem with pollution outside your school, don't you? Yeah, What's yeah. that caused by, Lexi?
2: The... Fuel from
1: cars. You have, you decided you decided to try and do something about the, the cars waiting outside the school, but you you wanted to work out whether the things you're doing were effective. So 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 tell us what you did to work out how so, bad the problem is now. Um,
2: the what we did yesterday, um, we stood outside school with some like posters, and we had these like cars right. that we'd made that you could like put on with like um, pretend like kind of pollution coming out of the exhaust at the back. Yes. We kind of paraded up and down the street outside school and then we were giving out leaflets and stickers to people who walked to school to try and encourage them to do that more often.
1: Okay, so tell me about, um, you, you actually counted the number of idling cars and how long they were idling for. Did you find anything surprising then? Yeah. Lexi?
2: There was quite a few cars idling. I think one idled for about 15 minutes.
1: And did this surprise you?
2: Yeah, definitely. We were outside for twenty minutes and fifteen minutes she just sat there and she got out of phone and started playing Candy Crush.
1: And and you, you and you're hoping that what you did with your posters and your leaflets, you hope that that might actually make people stop doing things like that?
2: Definitely. If people um see people just outside school going, Stop idling, they're gonna be like, Oh, I might as well turn off my engine
1: now. Right, okay. If they and, see
2: other people doing it as and well. And are you going
1: to measure again to see if you if, if you've you've made an effect? Yeah. OK, so that will be the next thing. Oh, well, we look forward to hearing about that. Thank you very much indeed. And thanks there to Abigail, Dylan, Maddie, Lexi, Hannah and Gretel and to their lovely teacher, Ruth Rose, um, for inspiring them to do all of that stuff. Now, the Wildlife Trust 30 Days Wild draws to a close at the end of June. It has to be said, I've enjoyed it. Now, the final Wild Wednesday challenge from the Hearts and Middlesex Wildlife Trust is to change the world. Well it's on my to-do list. I'll be back at the same time next week when we'll hear how St Michael's Church is taking action on plastic. Until then, thank you for joining me.
0: Environment Matters, sponsored by WUCA Period Pants, the reusable menstrual underwear that completely replaces disposables. Find out more at wuka.co.uk and join the revolution.